Hey folks, are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, our partners at Bet Online can help you out. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, you can pick your World Series winner as well. Plus, it's horse racing season. And hey, with Bet Online, you can get started right now. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to get started and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Make a splash this May with a new spa from MyHotTub.com. Inventory available now, so choose from over 50 spas. These prices are slashed to move fast. MyHotTub.com, located in Destiny, USA. Hurry, these spas won't last. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Ken's Auto Detailing, Bowers and Company CPAs, and Liverpool Physical Therapy. If you're in and around Central New York, you need that post-op work done, get on over to Liverpool Physical Therapy. Mike and Pete are crushing it. Hey, no doctor prescription is necessary for the first 10 physical therapy visits in New York State. Liverpool Physical Therapy is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. We keep the drum beat going with uh, the NFL draft recaps for uh, some teams, and I go to uh, wrap up the uh, NFC North. Uh, I've already done the Packers, already did the Vikings, and now I'm going to do the Lions and the Bears, uh, two teams that are just routinely awful. I mean, this is a division that literally every single year you know, you can just pencil in, pencil in the Green Bay Packers as the uh, division champs. I don't think there's any doubt about it again in 2022. So let's hit it. First, let's do the Chicago Bears. Um, this is a team that routinely, every single year, can't figure out the quarterback position. We don't know if they figured it out with Justin Fields yet because he doesn't have enough help around him. He has another change in terms of the coaching, another change in terms of the general manager position, right? And that's, you know, look, the stability of, I say this so many times, but you think about like a quarterback to get to an elite level does his part, right? Like you have to be willing to listen and be coached. Uh, you have to be willing to sacrifice. You have to be a good teammate. You have to work hard. You have to hit the weight room, all, all that stuff. But the other stuff that goes into it, one big thing is stability, right? It's not changing head coaches and GMs all the time. And that's all the Bears have done. They've changed quarterbacks. They've changed GMs. They've, I mean, look, at they traded up to get Mitch Trubisky, picked him over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And now Mitch Trubisky is now, he's on a second team since He's been a Chicago Bear, and really his tenure there wasn't that bad when you think about making the playoffs and all the rest. I think he was a part of the you know, the double-doint game. That certainly wasn't on him. Again, so many things are out of your hands as a quarterback, but stability is a big deal. Look at Josh Allen in Buffalo. You know, Look at Josh Allen with a couple of years with Stephon Diggs, Brian Dable, you know, OC multiple years, You know, the same head coach, the same GM, right? 
uh, building around him, you know, strength, you know, up front with the offensive line. Patrick Mahomes, you know, look at the Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid, you know, Tyree Kill up until now, um, you know, Travis Kelsey, great offensive line, awesome general manager and Brett Veach. I mean, you know, stability is a big, big thing. There's no doubt about that. You can't do it all yourself. You have to, you have to do plenty on your own, but you can't do it all by yourself. There's never been an elite quarterback who's made the Hall of Fame who's done it all by himself, right? Montana had Rice, Aikman had Irvin and Smith, and it's just a couple of different examples. Bradshaw had Stallworth and Swan. You know, Drew Pearson was a target for Roger Staubach. Uh, you can go on and on and on and on. Gronkowski for Tom Brady, blah, blah, blah. So the Bears, I actually think that the Bears had a pretty solid draft. Um, we know that major areas for them, offensive weapons, the only issue I had was, you know, they didn't have a first-round pick. But in the second round, I would have almost tried to have gone offense before defense, but they probably just couldn't ignore the quality of corner that they got with the seventh pick inside the second round, and that's Kyler Gordon, a guy who had first-round potential. A lot of people had him going to the Bills at 23, and the Bills traded up to 21 to get Kyler Elam, of course. Um, But Kyler Gordon's a great player. Easy mover, quick feet. Uh, he's a, you know, shifts north, south, east, west, and the Bears allowed so many passing touchdowns, uh, last season. In fact, 31 of them were allowed, and that was tied for second most allowed in franchise history. And, you know, the Bears needed a corner to take over opposite, uh, Jalen Johnson. And I think Gordon projects to be that exact guy, I think he's a number one, you know, I think he's a day one starter. I think he has potential five to ten year, you know, Pro Bowl ability to be a CB1. I, I think the pick is great. Um, again, I probably would have waited a little bit uh, to maybe get a corner uh, a little bit later. Um, but, you know, it, this the Bears felt maybe, hey, you know, best player on the board type of a thing. And also a wicked need. I mean, their secondary has just been atrocious the last couple of years. So, um, you know, let's, let's face facts here. Um, you know, they had that pick in the second round. And if you look at what else transpired, uh, in the second round, you know, for example, would Christian Watson have made more sense a wide receiver, right? I mean, he was there for the taking, you know, um, you need more weapons to surround Justin Fields with. I, I don't, maybe, maybe, you know, but they didn't, maybe they didn't really waste their time with due diligence on that because they definitely knew that they needed the secondary position, right? I mean, it, there's a lot that goes into the draft, man. It's, it's a wild, a wild deal. So, uh, all right, let's keep moving on here with the bears, the ML sports platter brought to you by burn dairy and Burton ACE hardware. Um, from there, after the Kyle Gordon pick the bears, uh, they had a lot of draft capital and you know what? You wonder if maybe you take, you know, a seventh and a sixth and a fifth and, you know, your, your second rounder and you move up into the first round, maybe you package two sevens, two, you know, two sevens, two sixes, a five, uh, and, and your second rounder this year, and you, you go way up and try to get one of the elite wide receivers as a playmaker. Um, instead they stay, you know, with all their draft capital, certainly, um, and they take Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State to improve the secondary again. That was a pick from the L.A. Chargers. Brisker's a pretty good safety, actually. He's one of the more underrated safeties in this draft. Um, 
He's actually, I couldn't believe this when I read this. He's one of two football uh, or FBS players to have played 400 snaps at safety. It's just insane. Um, plus 100 snaps at inside linebacker and 100 snaps at slot corner in 2021. Think about that. One of two FBS players to have played 400 snaps at safety, 100 at inside linebacker, and 100 snaps at slot corner. It's unbelievable. Great closing speed. Uh, breaks up passes. Terrific hands. 6'1", 205 pounds or so. Uh, he's really got it going on. And listen, it's surprising the Bears didn't draft a wide receiver in this spot as well, right? I mean, I, I mentioned I, he probably needed to go out and get a playmaker. But, but Brisker does fit a huge need in the secondary. He's rangy. He's versatile. He's a playmaker. So, you know, if you're a Bears fan, next best thing besides getting wide receiver help for Justin Fields, which again, they probably should have done with one of the first two picks, you know, <laughs> Gordon and Brisker, one of those should have been a wide receiver. As it turns out, they went defense, monsters of the midway, still living in the 80s. Um, but, you know, it's an offensive league, just to let you know, Chicago Bears, okay? But, Having said that, no disrespect to those guys because they are fabulous players. The rest of these guys, I'm really not sure uh, what their deal is. I, I don't know a lot about them. Uh, Velas Jones Jr., a third-round pick, uh, wide receiver out of Tennessee. There's your wide receiver right there. But again, and again, maybe Jones will turn out to be great. We don't know. It's a crapshoot, as we say a million times. But man, I would have taken a wide receiver well before this, but they did take one, so you have to give them a little bit of credit there. Uh, Braxton Jones, offensive tackle in the fifth round out of Southern Utah. You've got Miami of Ohio, outside linebacker. Dominique Robinson, a fifth rounder. Zach Thomas uh, in the sixth round, San Diego State, offensive tackle. Baylor running back, Treston Ebner uh, in the sixth round. Doug Kramer, Illinois center in the sixth round. Uh, Jatire Carter from Southern, an offensive guard. California safety, Elijah Hicks uh, in the seventh round. And then Trenton Gill, NC State punter in the seventh round as well. So the Chicago Bears, you know, okay draft. I mean, it wasn't horrendous. It wasn't great. Uh, my only criticism would certainly be, you know, should have taken a, a wide receiver, um, you know, earlier. Um, but the next best thing, I guess, is to, you know, really improve that secondary, which they certainly did. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Burn Dairy, MyHotTub.com, and Carvel of North Syracuse. Make sure... Before and after all of your dinner arrangements, you have events at home, you've got uh, office parties and all the rest. For any occasion, grab the ice cream cake from Carvel of North Syracuse. If you're in and around central New York, they also have the saucers. They've got the soft serve. They have pup cups for your, uh, for your, for your dog. Uh, it's just a great place to be. Carvel of North Syracuse. Ice cream cakes for any occasion. And hey, we've got a lot of them coming up. Father's Day. Uh, graduation just passed. We've got the summer uh, birthday parties galore. So let's do it. Graduation parties. Um, Carvel and North Syracuse. The best ice cream, hands down, for my money, is at Carvel of North Syracuse. Before I give you the Detroit Lions NFL draft recap, I have a quick message from our friends at Burn Dairy. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all 
all good. Let's hit the Detroit Lions draft. And, you know, look, when you're a really bad team, right, you need a lot of help. Um, the Lions needed a lot of help, both sides of the football. Um, many people wondered, you know, hey, will they go quarterback um, to challenge Jared Goff? Um, the Lions were movers and shakers in this draft. Um, you know, you can clearly see the Dan Campbell effect in terms of the player that they want. Um, I thought the Lions had an outstanding draft. I really thought they, they hit it out of the park. It starts with the number two pick overall in Aiden Hutchinson. Um, he's a notch below elite at this particular point. I mean, he's polished, physical traits, preparation, motor, character, 6'7", 265. Uh, he's the most technically sound pass rusher uh, in the draft. Um, you know, great hands, great feet. I mean, the whole thing. Played on the big stage, Michigan, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's got, he's just got it, you know. Sets the tone, plug-and-play high-level starter as a rookie and uh, has just had a tr just a tremendous career at Michigan. And uh, he'll stay in the same state and go uh, over to the Detroit Lions. Um, he's a dream fit in the Lions 4-3 scheme, you know, as well. Uh, Aaron Glenn runs that scheme. He needs that kind of a player. Um, he'll help immediately. He'll line up as a starter. Right defensive end, probably. You move Charles Harris to a rotational piece, as a pass rusher, um, and this defense is going to be a lot more aggressive, um, without a doubt, uh, in 2022, um, and certainly uh, Hutchinson's ability to play all three downs and get after it and all the rest will help the secondary, which he hopes to be more aggressive as well inside that defense. So Aiden Hutchinson, I think, should be a pretty darn good pro for a long, long time, and the Lions got a good one. All right. The Lions ended up trading up um, quite quite a few spots, right? Uh, quite a few spots with Minnesota to get their guy. They wanted a big-time game-breaking player. Uh, he'll probably miss the entire season, and that's Jamison Williams from Alabama. He got hurt in the title game last year. Um, Jamison Williams is an absolute star. He's a burner. He's a game-breaker. He's a game-changer. Um 6'2", 180, um, just lean, elite speed, breaks away from everybody, uh, gets behind the coverage, dangerous kickoff returner, an outstanding gunner in punt coverage. Um, I, I think Jamison Williams will come back. I think he will come back and perform at a high level. I think the Lions are going to be really happy with this pick. They had to give up an awful lot you know, to go up and get him, but they really wanted to build up their offensive core. Um, you get Jamison Williams. Now you pair him with, um, you know, uh, St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, DJ Chark. Uh, Jared Goff now has some dynamic weapons. Uh, and you just add a wicked, wicked speedster with Williams uh, in this draft. And look, with a roster that's still in the early stages of kind of what we've been calling a rebuild in Detroit forever, right? Um, you've got a little bit of patience here which is kind of nice if you're a Detroit fan. You're like, well, he's not going to play this year anyway, so let's see him get all the way back and healthy, right? He's a day one starter. That's all there is to it. And he's he's just, again, he's he's a he's going to just add to an offense. They needed this guy right here. Uh, you know, again, they traded up to get him. A lot of times aggressiveness is, is rewarded with production. But now you look at the Lions building this roster, and they have a pair of very good offensive tackles. They have a star tight end. 
and now you you add the best yards after the catch receiver in the entire draft. Jamison Williams, uh, he'll miss a big chunk of the season. Could be the whole thing. Um, but once he's on the field, he's going to come back fine, and he has future all-pro talent uh, without a doubt. Uh, moving forward, second-round pick, nice pick here, Josh, uh, Josh Paschal out of uh, Kentucky, the defensive end, more edge help uh, and more depth there for uh, Detroit. Uh, they pick up Kirby Joseph and Illinois safety in the third round. James Mitchell, nice player, tight end, Virginia Tech, again, a depth piece uh, in the fifth round there. Malcolm Rodriguez, Oklahoma State, inside linebacker, picked in the sixth round. And then James Houston out of Jackson State, outside linebacker. He's picked uh, in the sixth round. And Chase Lucas in the seventh round, the Arizona State cornerback. And look, this happens a lot with teams that just need so much help. Um, you know, the Detroit Lions would fall, obviously, into that category. It's been quite the struggle uh, recently for this franchise. Uh, good grief. Going on, what, 15, 20 years? Uh, I mean, my God, they had Matt Stafford there for the longest of times, right? And um, you know, he, he just couldn't, you didn't know because he never got to the postseason routinely. He goes to the Rams and Bob boom, he wins a Super Bowl. So clearly you had a talented enough quarterback. You had, if he's not elite, he's, he's damn near elite. Right. And, 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 you know, the lions, you had the Kelvin Johnson, but you, you didn't really, you didn't have running back help. You didn't have a great offensive line. I mean, Stafford was always having to get the ball out quickly, run for his life. Now I know he made plenty of mistakes in the fourth quarter and all the rest, but good grief, could he have done something? I mean, imagine Matt Stafford, how much better his Lions career would have been if he had had two, three more weapons and two better offensive linemen, uh, maybe a bookend tackler or something in Detroit. Again, stability, mentioned it, I mentioned it in so many podcasts, stability, 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 you know, constantly changing head coaches, constantly changing coordinators. Um, you know, the front office is a disaster. Uh, I can go on and on and on here with this. Um but, you know, now maybe Jared Goff has, you know, some 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 weapons. I mean, this is a guy who, you know, I don't think is that great a quarterback, but he did, you know, lead the Rams to a Super Bowl. Maybe a lot of that had to do with Sean McVay's coaching. We'll have to see. But, um, you know, overall, I think, you know, the two teams I've talked about in this podcast, the Bears and the Lions, two teams that need to turn it around, two teams that need to kind of get it on the rails again. Um, I think for what they need, what they want, best players on the board, uh, you know, quality positions, versatility, athleticism, length, speed. I think both of these teams had uh, fairly decent drafts. You know, I really do. ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends at Burn Dairy. Go gas up your vehicle today at Burn Dairy. And of course, grab the donuts and chocolate milk and coffee on your way into work as well. Frozen foods, hot and cold foods, subs, pizza, it's all there at Burn Dairy. A great beer selection as well at Burn Dairy. Go see my friends at Burn Dairy, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to MyHotTub.com, your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, the Al and Angus Pub, and our terrific friends over at Camillo's Golf Club. Go get your membership today to Camillo's Golf Club, serving Central New York golfers since 1962. And hey, if you're in and around the state of New York, go play Camillo's as well, golfers travel. 18 holes of championship golf. The greens are always in spectacular shape. Great food and drink before, during, and after your round at Camillo's as well. Just came off a sold-out Mother's Day brunch. Now that we're getting into a bunch of different events coming up this summer, so make sure you go to camillashillsgolfclub.com and find out more about memberships, events, and uh, and anything else at Camille's Golf Club, the official golf course 
of the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. We're brought to you in part by Bet Online. And of course, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.